We are back for another episode on the Up and Up. Nina, how you feeling? I am so excited. So let's go ahead and dive in. In today's episode, we chat with Haley Birdsey, a professional wedding photographer who is based out of Nashville, Tennessee. In 2019, Haley quit her corporate job to pursue photography full-time. Haley is determined, intentional, and truly goes after what she sets her heart on. Her dedication to following her dreams is a great inspiration to those thinking of setting out on their own adventure. You can learn more about how to connect with Haley in the episode show notes. Okay, so I am pumped because today we have one of my very best friends on our podcast today, Haley Birdsey. Hello. (laughs) So Haley is a professional wedding photographer. She takes other photos too, but that is her niche. And Haley, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with your photography journey and talk to us a little bit about how that came to be and how um, that became a passion for you. Ooh, I love telling this story. First of all, thank y'all for having me on this podcast. I am so pumped for y'all and so excited to be here. My journey started several, well, not several, but a few years ago, but I was always that person who didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I went through all of college with kind of several passions, it seemed, or at times none. And so when I graduated, I landed a great job in advertising. I did that for three years. But halfway through working at the job that I had, I just felt this is not for me. I was like, this is not what I'm passionate about. I can't see myself here in five more years, let alone two more years. So like, what do I want to do with my life? What am I passionate about? And senior year of college, I bought a camera for a reason I could not tell you. I truly don't know why I felt called to buy a camera. I didn't even use it for anything other than just daily like random trips and like day-to-day life photography. And so at this time, you know, post-college and I'm thinking about what I love to do, I was like, why don't I learn more about this camera thing for fun? Just see kind of where it goes. And I quickly was like, I love this. I love the creativity, but I also love the business side of things. I love the people. And so I kind of just dove headfirst into a world I had no knowledge of and quickly built kind of a business that I love and grew it to what it is today. So it kind of started from nowhere, but I truly think it was an answered prayer of many years of just like, God, what is my passion? What am I here to do? And what would you like me to do in my life? I really like you being open and it kind of just started with buying a camera and it turned from a hobby to something that gave you purpose and gave you direction Mm -hmm. where you felt like you were making an impact. I think that's really special. Um, And it kind of all starts with just trying different things, right? And like finding hobbies like that, that could eventually lead to something more down the road, especially like when you were working in a space that you weren't necessarily passionate about or seeing yourself in the future continuing to work in. So how did you decide when you got into photography and you realized, okay, I like this. This is fun. This is energizing. I really enjoy it. I'm excited to learn more about it. How did you decide to focus specifically on wedding photography? What is like your passion for this specific niche? Yeah. So 
honestly, wedding photography was quickly something I became interested in. Um, through a connection at my old job, I was able to make a friend in the industry, and she was kind enough to let me come along with her on a wedding day and just not even second shoot, like, but just be there and, you know, get photos that I could, but also just watch and take it all in and absorb it. And that's honestly what I did. I just like took that day and was a sponge to what I was experiencing and what I was learning. And I walked away from the day really tired because wedding days are really long, but also so filled. I was like, so joyful. I loved that I got to spend such a special day with people on such an important day. And I just learned quickly that from where I was in my other job that I was missing that joyful meaning and that um, relationship with others. And so I also loved that on that day, photography was very much like not just an art and creative, but like documentation of what was happening. So I liked that all of that was kind of blended into one, one thing. And so from there on, I kind of just honed in on that. Um, I definitely didn't just do weddings right away because I wanted to shoot as much as I could and learn as much as I could. So I kind of just started with people, like people became my passion and I did photography for families and um, newborns and weddings and couples and senior sessions. So I kind of quickly just became people with the goal of kind of honing in on weddings as I fine tuned my skill and my, in my niche. Haley, I have so many memories of when you like started off and we'd like go to this city and like take pictures and like we'd get into a parking deck and like get that Ferris wheel in Atlanta in the background, like all of that stuff. So it's so cool to think back to those moments, right? Of you just like, like having people and um, being like, hey, like, can I shoot? I have this idea. And I don't know. And seeing like where you've taken off. And I think it, you get to a really sweet spot in life. I, you know, that cliche quote where it's like, if you love the work you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I think about that (laughs) with you because you do genuinely love what you do. But with that, as you grew it, and it's like not just a hobby anymore, it's monetized, right? It's your business. It's your source of income. How do you ensure that getting up and showing up for your passion is still an exciting adventure, like as opposed to this exhausting to-do list. Like I know since, you know, weddings is heavy for you, it's all your weekends are pretty much booked. So kind of how do you keep this passion exciting and fun? Oh, that is such a good question. I think there's multiple parts to my answer. So I'll try to keep it as brief and direct as I can. I think one part is because the beauty of weddings, like I, since starting my business, have gone through the engagement season and gotten married. So that has been fun to walk through and see how it has changed me as a business owner in the wedding industry. And from someone who is Christian and who is married, a lot of what keeps me going is that purpose and that value that I find in marriage and in my faith. And so it's hard as humans, we all have days where we're not our best version of ourselves or we've had a bad day or like you've had a fight with like with your significant other or whatever it is. But like I still have to show up and be the best version of myself for my couples and reminding myself of what it is I'm doing. Like I'm not just a photographer. I in my eyes, I am someone who captures and documents your wedding day. And at the end of the day, when your wedding day is over, 
other than being married, the only tangible thing you have left are the photos to remind you of the vows you took and the day that you enjoyed with all of your loved ones. And I don't take that lightly. So I think that keeps me energized because I'm always trying to be better for that reason, like to be better technically, to be better relationally, so that ultimately I am just capturing the most authentic moments that happen for my couples and my clients. Um, And that goes for all of the couples or like not couples, but all of the clients that I work with, regardless if it's a wedding day. But when it comes to weddings and like how long they are, that's kind of what drives me and keeps me going day to day. So, yeah. To that point, are there, I'm kind of throwing you a curveball here, but are there any habits that you've had to implement in your life on a daily basis to continue? And I guess like the discipline to be able to continue to show up for these couples that it's such a special and important time for them, like you said, and it's the most important day in a lot of their lives is their wedding day. So are there any disciplines or habits that you've put in place in your routine that keep you energized and that keep you in that mindset in order to show up that way? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like I actually thought about this when I was kind of mentally preparing for this time with y'all. And I would say one thing I have learned, which has been like a lesson learned through building this business is for many businesses, not just photography, they're like building a new business is exhausting and it comes with, and I'm sure y'all can relate to starting a podcast. Like anything you start and build from the bottom up is hard and it's always hard, but starting it is really hard. And it, it comes with a lot of time, you know, away from your daily life, away from your friends and family. It comes with a lot of no's to things to say yes to like your business, your project, whatever it is. And so, and I think that's good and necessary, but without proper balance in your life, at some point that's going to become overwhelming and burnout is a thing. And so I learned quickly from working a nine to five plus doing this. And then my first full-time year kind of taking on as much as I could, I learned that rest and time for me is not only important for me, but important for my clients because for me to show up my best for them, I have to be the best version of myself. And so as the years have gone on, I've definitely prioritized how much I take, Um, I've put kind of boundaries on how much I'll take in a given span of time. I've limited, there's a certain number of weddings I'll take a year. And while yes, that's for me and my lifestyle and my like mental well-being and physical well-being, it's a lot for my clients and my couples that when they're investing in me, I'm I'm showing up 100% for them. To touch on something you said is something that Damien and I talk a lot about lately is sacrifices. And you touched on it briefly but would love to hear a little bit more of the things that you've had to say no to or maybe put on the back burner in order to build this business. I'm sure when you were first getting started too, it's the hardest part, right? Is figuring it all out in the very beginning where you legit know nothing. Jamie and I feel that with podcasting. We, the first month of starting this was the hardest ever. But I think Jamie probably even knows better than I do as you guys are best friends and have walked through this together. Like what are the things that you kind of had to put beside yourself so that you could focus on this photography business man I know y'all can relate it grew me so much that season but I definitely had to say no to a lot and for context when I started my business I was working a nine-to-five corporate job meaning it wasn't just 40 hours it was probably you know 50 or whatever like everyone knows that um and then I also was dating at the time my long 
my long-term boyfriend who was long distance. So he, now my husband, he was in medical school in South Carolina while I was in Atlanta. So that was a challenge of its own because his schedule was also not easy and weddings are weekends, but that's the only time we could see each other. So it was definitely a balancing act that I had to learn in that season and probably not one I ever really felt like I learned well, but I just managed the best that I could. But I definitely had to say no to a lot, especially as I got older. There were weddings I had to miss and engagement showers and like baby showers and just birthday parties or just fun weekends with my friends. There were definitely seasons of feeling like I was missing just wine night with my girls or like nights to just read or all of those things. Even for some, like for me, like Sundays look different, you know, typically my weekends were all me and Sundays were like my Sabbath day for church and just like laundry, like things like that. And so I really had to just figure out how to still get those things, but in less doses, I guess, and prioritizing the things that mattered. So like when, when would I get my quiet time with the Lord? When would I get my time with friends? And all of that was things I still don't know if I ever figured it out well, but I just say no to a lot. Um, And Jamie can probably attest to that because I feel like I look back on that season and I think, wow, of what I built and what I'm so proud of, but also, wow, I feel like I was absent in certain areas. And I remember all of that too. And like you really fighting through that realization, right? Because I mean, Haley, you and I, I feel like I'm the biggest FOMO in the entire (laughs) world. Like we always want to be at the things, talking with the people, like we don't want to miss out on moments and memories. So I know that has been something um, definitely that you've had to navigate. But switching gears a little bit um, to talking about your business in the sense of like more of like the logistics, I guess, behind it of you're a one man show. It's Haley Birdsey. That's who holds the camera, takes the pictures. I know sometimes you'll have a second shooter and all that jazz, but what does it look like maybe more at the beginning or even now? What was that like learning curve of setting goals, like from a business standpoint? Like, how did you even know what to set? Like, where did you go for those resources? Or did you just kind of make it up along the way? Definitely did some making up. Definitely used Google a lot. I also used the knowledge I got from my corporate job. While it wasn't something I loved, I learned a lot there and I tried to apply that. So I know that's not something everyone will experience. Like we all have different paths and stories, but learning from my past experience helped a lot too. I think as far as goal setting and kind of what I did and what helped was that while yes, I looked in advance, you know, three, five year plan, like I I was dreaming and goal setting from like a long-term perspective. For me, it was also new. Um, So I really focused on kind of that year out goal. So it was more of, you know, I started to grow my business on the side. And when I felt really pulled to do this full time, I was looking to that next year of how many weddings do I need to book at X amount of dollars to at least give myself the base salary I, I have now. Uh, what's nice with my business structure is, you know, weddings are kind of my bread and butter for lack of a better word, but they're, they are a big part of my business and I'm able to, because they book out so far, kind of look ahead to what my base salary for what I call it will be. And then 
put in some goals and plans and um, actions for other things that I'm going to book, you know, sessions, mentorships, education, all these other things that I offer. So for me, when I was first starting out, I really, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have that much experience, but I loved the business side of it. I loved people. So I really was just looking at what do I need to book by when to make X, to make myself, you know, to sustain myself. Um, and a second part to that was that I also was giving myself a plan B, not even a plan B, just like a safety net. So I was building up a savings account and I was mentally giving myself, you know, Haley, you're going to quit on X date and you're going to give yourself six months to figure this out. And you're going to give it all you can and see where it goes. And if worst case you fail, you learn from it and you either try, keep trying, like try something different or you come back and you get another job. So I feel like sometimes that's like advice that people have certain opinions on. But for me, I was giving myself, what's that? It's like smart goals. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard of, heard of those, but yes. one, the, the T is like, I know all of them, but now that I'm saying it, I'm going to blank, but the T is time. And so for me, giving myself six months, give it your all. And worst case, if it doesn't work out, you can do literally anything else that you want to do. So those are all of my like main things that helped me when I was first really pursuing going full time and trying to build a successful business to live off of. So I would say those things really helped me kind of set me up for success. Oh my gosh, Haley, literally everything you just said fires me up so much because I'm (laughs) so big on like the logistical side. Okay. I'm like, what is your business plan? What goals did you have to set? I love how you talk about you knew exactly how many weddings you needed to book to replace your income. I think it's genius because we're not sitting here saying, oh, we have a passion, jump off your corporate train and go chase your passion. It's yes, you have this passion, you have this thing you want to pursue, but you have a game plan. Place. I'm also a massive believer in a plan B. I think you should always have a backup plan if things don't go the way that you plan, because we all know things are never going to fully go the way that we plan them to. So to have a backup option and a plan B of how would I pivot? How would I change course? How would I um, change the direction I'm going? And so I love everything that you just said. That was so awesome. You thought it out, you planned for it, and you had a game plan and a business plan in place. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I think if I had just jumped, my parents would have been like, what? <laughs> so, I'll never forget the day I came home and I was like, I don't want to be in corporate America and I'm going to be my own boss and be a photographer. And they were like, what? Because, <laughs> Like I said, I had never had like photography wasn't something I did growing up. It was truly kind of random. And so I remember them, the look on their face was a mixture of, I want to support my daughter and I believe in you wholeheartedly, but you also kind of sound crazy right this moment. And so I remember coming home and being like, but listen, I have saved up X amount in my savings. This is my plan. And I told them the six month thing. And I think that kind of gave them also peace of mind, but like, okay, she's thought about this and is, and is really committing to it, which was helpful for them and, and myself. So what advice then would you give to somebody who is thinking about launching their own business? What do you wish you would have known when you were first starting? One thing I would say, which isn't necessarily like a piece to walk away from tangibly, but just something I wish I had known more about. I didn't grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. Both my parents work quote unquote corporate jobs because of that. I mean, I think most people maybe can relate to that and 
they don't know what it's like when you're just jumping into entrepreneurship if you don't have anything to reference. And so not that I didn't know it was going to be hard, but just mentally preparing for kind of what we talked about. But it comes with no's to a lot of things to say yes to something incredible. And in the beginning, it at times can feel, is it worth it? Why am I doing this? Will it pay off? And it will. Like the answer is that it will pay off, but you've got to mentally be prepared and ready to say yes and be all into it and knowing that comes with a lot of no's. So I think for anyone wanting to start a business is to before you even jump in and before you start, you have to decide, am I truly passionate about this and am I willing to make a lot of sacrifices to say yes to this? I think that's something people need to think about so that you're mentally prepared for like the hardship and the struggle that will come with starting it. I think too, kind of my second piece is that social media has become such a huge thing in our day and age. And while I have so many things about it that I love and so many great benefits, I think it brings, it gives us community. It allows us to grow so many great things, but it also comes with, some negatives that I know probably everyone can say yes and raise their hand to. It comes with comparison and fear and all of those things too. And so I think starting a business and kind of in addition to your business plan or part of is just knowing what is my purpose? Why am I doing this? And what makes me different from someone else? Because your goal is not to copy someone else's business or to copy someone else's passion. Yes, you can find inspiration and education, like learnings from other relative businesses. But at the end of the day, at any business, what sells is what makes you different. And so finding how you can personally and uniquely serve your you know, your audience or your customers and focusing on that more than what other people are doing is going to take you way further than just trying to walk in someone else's footsteps. I mean, you know, I love talking about the blessing and curse that social media is. I could go on for days about it. Um, But Haley, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but because you do have to rely so heavily on social media to promote your business, you know, whether it's through Instagram or through your, your website or TikTok or what have you, it is so easy to play that comparison game. And I loved that you shared that, like, it's not about mimicking other people. It's about your authentic self. And that's what people cling on to. But with that, how do you balance having a healthy relationship with social media? I know recently, you took a break from social media. I think it was like, except for business stuff, but truly what have you found to navigate and make sure that like, you're just in a good head space and you're kind of negating that, the comparisons that can come with social media. Ooh, you know, I also love this topic and could also go on forever <laughs> about social media and the love hate relationship I have with it. So yes, actually, to your point, I did take a 21 day break in January. And is something I have now to kind of answer your question of how I draw the boundaries. This is a very new thing. I am gonna be honest, is like, I struggle with it all the time. I, I offer mentorships and education to other photographers. And I get asked about growing your following and using social media for your advantage. And I love giving all those tips, but I also don't want to ever appear like it is easy breezy, beautiful cover girl over here. Like it is 
it comes with a lot of sacrifice too internally and maybe not everyone struggles the same way but I definitely have seasons of really needing to just back away from social media and seasons where I do feel like I balance it well and one thing I have learned is to take those breaks uh, kind of to what I was saying about the 21 days is our church does this 21 days of prayer and fasting twice a year. And so this was the first time I was going through it since we just moved to Nashville last year. And I gave up social media for those 21 days. And I also, that meant my business too. Like I was off of it for 21 days fully and it was the best thing I could have done. It just gave me time to step away from social media and from a business perspective, remind myself that I a should not rely only on social media for my business because we don't own those platforms. And at any point, they could all vanish. They could be gone. They could be deleted. Your accounts could be deleted. And then what's left? Like, you know, we didn't, businesses didn't always run this way. They used Google and they used networking and word of mouth. And it was really important for me to be reminded of that and to refocus on SEO and other platforms that I could use and kind of get my business back end refreshed without social media at the forefront of that. It also was a great mental break just to be present with myself and my business from, again, a perspective that didn't include other people. And so I think with social media, all that to say, it's like life, it's a balancing act and giving myself grace while it's something I'm still always learning, it's the one thing that allows me to kind of be okay with social media is that if I don't want to post today, that's okay. The world will go on. My business will go on and I'll pick it back up tomorrow. So I think most people can relate to that. It's just a constant back and forth and that's okay. Learning, figuring out your boundaries is the best way to go. Yes. No, I love that. And I think it's, it's interesting too, because different people have different boundaries with it, right? Like it's like, you know, some people might need longer than 21 days or so, you know, like everybody's mm-hmm. threshold is different, but I think it is so important to ask yourself, what is my threshold? Like, how is this affecting my mental health and how I think about myself and um, all of the things? But Haley, one of the last questions um, that we have for you deals with this concept and idea of pouring into others. Um, I know that is something that you're good at. I mean, that's one of the things I love about you is just in our friendship, able just to share everything and to give advice um, and all the things. But I know you believe in the power of education and that tools are important um, to run things and to get things done. And so I know you host various different like mentorship sessions. Um, You'll have second shooters and you have other different offerings um, that other photographers can learn that you have created um, that they can benefit from. And so I just wanted to hear from you a little bit of your heart behind those offerings and why that's important to you. Yes, I love this part of my business and it's something I am really grateful for. It's really cool that other people have wanted to learn from me a and so I'm grateful to give that to them I basically just dumb answer but I just love it I love giving into other people I love uh offering what I know basically I feel like it started from I think it's something I just love to do is connect with people I love talking to other photographers both you know new and experienced and so I just felt you know 
thinking back on when I got started that it was kind of hard to find people who were willing to just have a cup of coffee or just chat or just help me answer a few questions or kind of open up their business to me and help teach me their ways and teach me how I could create something of my own. And I really wanted that to be easier for people. So, you know, as I grew my business and as honestly, I started seeing a need for it. People would ask me, you know, to grab coffee or would ask me questions in my DMs on Instagram. And I thought if people are wanting this and needing this for me, then I want to provide it for them. And so I just started offering it to other photographers to kind of help be truly an open book. Like the thing with my education is that I don't, as of right now, I don't tell people I'm a coach to your business. Like I'm a mentor because I want to be an open book to tell you, this is what I've done. And this is what I've learned. It doesn't mean you have to do it the exact same way, but let me just offer my advice and offer you steps that you can take to kind of grow to where you want to be. And so I love getting to walk alongside people in that, in that journey. So it's kind of where it came from and just helping people grow businesses. They love doing what they love is really something I just enjoy doing. It is such a sign of a good leader. Good leaders know how to cultivate and grow and develop other leaders. And Haley, like everything you just said of taking what you've learned through all of the years and wanting to give that back to the next generation and to the next aspiring photographer is the sign of a true leader. And that's what makes everything go round, right? Like you learn from someone, you found resources to learn as you are coming up in the career. And so for you to turn around and give that right back to the next generation is the coolest. And honestly, what I think is so critical and just part of life is what good are we doing if we hold these gifts to ourselves and we just stay within our own bubble. I think what's even more beautiful is when we can take it to the world and encourage and bless somebody else through equipping them with the knowledge and the resources and the tools that they need to also be successful. Um, But it takes being selfless. It takes taking the lens off yourself and realizing it's not just about you, but it's about the greater good for this world and creating more space for incredible, smart and driven people who want to win and want to be in the photography world. So that's really, really encouraging. Okay. So in last, our up and up true fashion, we want to hear what's keeping you up. So what motivates you, maybe something that's grounding you lately or something that's encouraging you, what is keeping you up? Oof, that's a good one. This is just like a, my daily life. My husband and I just moved into our first home together. And so that has been such a great resource of new inspiration and new like mental relaxation and excitement. So that on like a surface level has really been such a great positive thing. On my day-to-day answer, I would say I'm trying to honor my mornings more. And so having intentional mornings where I'm not on my phone right away, I'm working out and I'm having quiet time with Jesus is like something that has really helped me every day, wake up fresh and renewed and ready for a new day. And Haley, I just want to say thank you for coming on this podcast and just blessing us with all of your wisdom. I think just as your friend, it's been so incredible to watch you trace your dreams. And I think you fell into the right profession. I think God knew exactly what he had in store for you because it just aligns with so much of your skill set and your heart and your character. And I love 
being able to see you pour into your clients. Like I, y'all literally all of her clients are like, she's my best friend. Like we love her. (laughs) Um, so it's just so cool to see you just using your gifts. So thank Mm. you for coming on. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please connect with us on our Instagram at theupandup.podcast. We would love to hear from you.